now recording. Wow, really so, bringing the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If we hit record earlier, do we need to? I do thought we were like, starting with Elena talking about. Porn I was, yeah, on I, was, I was, I was just like making sure that the air was fully clear. I wasn't like, I don't know the. Okay, wait. Let's listen to our noise floor. I think the air not being clear is like the issue with porn on air. Okay, so if you guys like, heard that apparently United Airlines is having problems with people watching porn on their flights, and so they are training their flight attendants to be prepared for that. What does that training fucking look I like? I don't know. That's <laughs> All I know is it's just. <laughs> how do you, how to identify porn? Is there a penis? Oh my god! Yes, it is. Porn. <laughs> and that's why you're actually allowed not to watch all, all that Japanese censored shit on, on airlines. Because yeah. you can't see this. This is false. Do no one take that advice. You cannot watch censored Japanese hentai on air flight. Yeah, does hentai count as porn though? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. See the thing is, yeah, no, and does like, it count as porn if I don't ejaculate? I just sort of watch it oddly for like an hour and a half on a connected flight. But also, if, who is watching? Who is, is comfortable on, on enough my to watch screen, porn? But I'm just staring at the person next to me. Does it count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see the shit. That oh is, fuck! <laughs> I just don't understand. Who's count like there? That means that there are millions of people out there, or at least maybe not yeah. a large number of people out there who are comfortable enough with themselves no. to watch porn on an airplane. No, I'll tell nobody you what it is. in the, the history no, no, no. of the world no. should be comfortable with themselves. <laughs> I watch life. I watch an in-flight movie, and if my in-flight movie has so much as like a heavy makeout scene, I start like glancing at people around me. Being I know. Like, oh, I get I know, very huh? uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> You know, you want an earphone? No, but the, the reality, though, is it's not people's <laughs> faults. Here's why. Okay. Porn has invaded their news feeds, whether it's in Reddit or it's on Twitter. And it used to be Tumblr. Like, you're just like, I'll just check Twitter. Right, and you're like, Tumblr. that's hardcore porn. Like, and so then you're on an yeah, airplane. Yeah, I think that's not the issue. No, I that's the, the issue. issue is that's people not... opening up porn. Because, <laughs> like, well, that's my issue. Yeah. I'm saying, like, with the... Pr- there's a key I mean, difference clear. between, like, scrolling by on a news feed and, like, blatantly watching it for minutes yeah, pulling up that. Pornhub and being like excuse me I need to delve into the okay, hold insert on, though. category here hold on what if it's me and McCoy on a plane right and then he pulls up a video of the best porn bloopers no, right and is like okay. a and, and then, I'm like and a then, it sounds like the sort of thing that might happen Right, and then just to be respectful, we play it out through speakers because <laughs> we're those fucking guys. Can right? you imagine being a flight attendant on that flight, and there are two men watching porn bloopers through speakers, yeah. and you're just like, this is not "How do we connect job. to the plane's Bluetooth?" <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's the it's the with Pretzels the rise or cookie. I'm just saying, in the rise of of Wi-Fi on planes, also that is where. But also, also, kids need to learn about the birds and the bees eventually. Ew, yeah. No. But also, <laughs> what flight are these people on where the yeah. Wi-Fi these is working on United Airlines? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> well, there goes our United Airlines sponsorship. But like, have you ever been on a United Airlines flight? We're like, yeah, the what the Wi-Fi is working great today. Nice job, guys. Com- I could totally no, that stream costs porn on extra. This. All I can tell you is that completely unrelated to this story, I'm not allowed on those <laughs> anymore. <laughs> McCoy's on the no-fly list. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> for reasons we won't get into. I paid for first class, and there was only one oh other person God. next to me who had to witness that. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, they were still so scarred. 
Yeah, it was actually, no, that's where I realized, you know, I, I've been telling this this narrative for a long time, that people have, have really diversified in the content that they watch. They've really specialized, which is in many things, a good, in many ways, a good thing, right? Like, we all have our own podcasts, and, and we all like a certain style, whether it be long form or short and edited or curated and all those sorts of things. Okay, it's the same stepbrother, with, shut up. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, and that is why I think we are truly in the age of the death of you being able to pull up some just common porn to the person next to you on the plane and enjoy it. McCoy, I uncommon. just heavily question your morals lately. <laughs> what do you mean my morals? I never had them. Yeah, you're right. Just, the, the I fraction, don't know. The, uh, just the fact that the like you are defending of, of people watching porn on flights. <laughs> I'm not defending it. I'm merely trying to give perspective. Now, I think we can universally, as no. a podcast, come out against people watching porn on flights. I'd like to take official yep. stance. I'm not so sure about that. I think as our sponsor, a non-member, you'd like to take an official stance. <laughs> Dude, that's like a, such a fucked up move to like roll into someone else's platform and just be like, and I think the whole platform can say yeah. as controversial an opinion did as I just nowhere. show Let's up be honest. here and immediately bring up porn and then talk about how you guys, as a podcast, should condemn the watching of porn on airplanes. Yes. But I'm so happy to be back, everybody. Thanks for inviting me. We're glad also, to Also, thank you, you so much for clarifying that. I really appreciate it. Like, You're so welcome. We should take that stance. I think you should. I don't I think know if that... we're going to, but we should. <laughs> Look, we'll put out, you guys will, you can talk about it amongst yourselves. We'll put out a statement on Instagram later. A statement we'll, on we'll do like we'll, Twitter. We'll do what those celebrities do. We'll pull up the notes app on our phone and type out a whole <laughs> lengthy thing of like you know. Lately, on the last episode of Tyranny of Thumbs, there was some controversial oh opinions. This was out of line, and that person no longer works for us here at TOT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Does that mean I'm We've, not invited back? No, no, no. It was really out of line for another Oh, sorry. I could see cutting McCoy. I know. I think I'm the first one to go if someone goes. Like, for that reason, I think I'm the fucking first one. <laughs> no, but I do like the idea of Elena coming on and being like, it's fucked up that people watch porn on planes. We're like, get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, we're fully in <laughs> I'm, I'm in saying. Elena's camp on this one. I'm just <laughs> saying. All right, get rid of Zoe too. Write into our not- Gmail at tyrannyofthumbs at gmail.com and tell us what do you think about people watching porn on planes? What kind of do porn you think- do you watch? Right. No, <laughs> we don't want that question answered. Do you think that there's like a, an area of subtlety here that it, you know, uh, about the size of the screen that they're watching, the category they're watching, right? If they're watching, um, say, like no. couples, right? And in sort of an amateur setting, doesn't that feel a little bit more appropriate than, say, mass produced? So you bring up a good point, because, like, what if it is, like, little, it's a little cell phone versus, like, a big old laptop? Yeah, like, if they're using a projector. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you know what I think we did? I think we got this. So we started, we we started super inappropriate, right? That's the base level. Yeah. Tiny little screen. Like, like, old ass iPod screen. Like, that's super inappropriate. And okay. then you just get more inappropriate from there as the screen <laughs> goes up inside. What right? makes you think that? No, fuck that noise. So you basically, know. it'll only be appropriate on the little Nokia bricks that some people still have. <laughs> and only then. What if it's like <laughs> Apple Watch? You're just like, you pull your phone out. <laughs> you, know? you pull your watch up, you just You're doing at this. <laughs> oh my God. That, you can't see that audience, but that was a brilliant... <laughs> Like next level. No one should ever see that. No one should ever see that. Can we get? Oh my god! <laughs> Gabe just showed me without a 
hesitation or a pause, how one would I don't, masturbate I don't think, with I don't their think Apple Watch. We need to cut this out. No, oh, okay. we've was, gone too far. I'm just saying, like, th- like, listen, some may think that I defended porn on planes today, but I want you, you all to know that Gabe has the fucking technique on lock, okay? That was I don't even fucking own an Apple genius. Watch. Anyways, all right. Yeah, so um, in a complete 180 from that, we played a really nice, pleasant game. <laughs> that Wait, has are no we going to really nice? So we do her segue where she says, despite what you think, this is not a podcast about I porn. I thought you were going to nip that in the bud. <laughs> I thought that's what we did on this um, week's podcast. We all went on planes and watched porn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Gabe's like, I can't go on any airlines anymore, guys. Come on. <laughs> I gave up my flight status for this. Um, (laughs) I know. But no, I I decided I was going to nip that in the bud of like, you know, we are not a insert segue topic here. Instead, we are Mm -hmm. a video game podcast. But instead, all I'm thinking about with this entire like what nine minutes that we've just had is the fact that like, you know, we might have a seasoned listener out there who's trying to, like, introduce this podcast to some friends, and then, you know, they, they press play, and then they're just, this is the part where they're just kind of side-eyeing their friends, being like, it gets better, I promise. Wow, this is just a really no, inappropriate episode from them. <laughs> like, no, they're, they're, they're usually just... not this bad. <laughs> Next no. podcast. No new <laughs> listeners. Brought no, to you the... by Visual. No, they're always just, like, side-eyeing <laughs> that friend, and they're like, so do you mind if I... <laughs> Jesus. No, the point is. Guys, tone it down. No, because this is. (laughs) So we've gone way off the deep end. Yeah, quite. They're cutting you off. Do you think this podcast is going to be banned on airplanes? Let's talk about the Hard Boys Farm. Probably. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, just as a little bit of a precursor. Zoe, help us. I was going to say, just as a precursor introductory thing, before we get into just total total actual tyranny over this hard boys farm that apparently just like revealed itself over the weekend. But this week, <laughs> we, uh, I know Does that sound awfully inappropriate. <laughs> just the way you described that. You know, what? I'm just saying like that's some what things on were planes. revealed. All right. Yeah, no, that's what happened on the planes too. And that's I'm going why. to, I'm like starting a timer now, Elena, and you can get me honest here, but we'll see how long we can go without McCoy, James, or Gabe just derailing the podcast with inappropriate <laughs> laughter. Do you want to take bets first? I'm going for 20 to 30 seconds. Yep. I think that's about right, for All sure. Right. I mean, honestly, if they can start inappropriately laughing during this part, then, you know, then we're at a loss here. We're done. I'm just watching the clock. Yep. All right. Just here we go. Down the so yeah, <laughs> this week as our laughing. Jesus Christ. See, that was it, basically. That's basically. That was but him not interrupting that, no, that you for an inappropriate yeah, was, comment. No, 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 that was spirit of the law, but not letter of the law. Okay. Thank you very much. Please continue, Zoe. All right. This week we played our final game in our One Person Wonders block, which was Stardew Valley. I know Yay. this whole introduction, you would never really think that this would be a podcast about Stardew Valley. All these wholesome people coming in here being like, oh, sweet, a podcast, and only to be just completely 
scarred. Yeah, it's really true. Maybe we should cut all that shit out and put it at the end. No, no, I no, just no. want to say in defense of myself that you guys did tell me to start the podcast with that. I was following your direction. No, you no. Know, I know. I, Zoe you know, said Lena, to start and, the podcast with no, that. No, I know. Oh, and Zoe. And I probably wish we had network. No, but here, here's the thing. I will agree with that. I did ask Elena to start because I thought everyone would universally be against that on this podcast. But no, <laughs> we went on this 10-minute whole thing about how McCoy's like, it's not that bad. Like, guys, so what the hell? Like, even it's met us. possible that yeah. we might have to cut out most of the first 10 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I hope concerned Abe listens to this. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hi, Eric. We know you're watching. We're listening. And if so, hi. We're big fans. At least Elena and I are big fans. Such so. big I'm fans. I'm a big fan, too. Come on. <laughs> hmm. Despite what you may hear in the know, next yeah, we'll hour see. or so. We'll hmm. see. Mm. But yeah, so Stardew Valley is a farming simulator game created by Concerned Ape in February, uh, released in February 2016. And in it, you just play as a person who is so tired of the monotonous corporate life of their uh, of the city and decides to move out to the countryside to Pelican Town to uh, take on your grandfather's farm that he bestowed upon you uh, when he died. And... Uh, with that, you know, there's two of us here, or act three, there's three of us here who have been, I would say, seasoned players of Stardew Valley. It is a farming simulator game that pretty much has zero end to it. You can honestly play it continuously or just continually start new games and create new farms. So that's Gabe and Elena and I came into this excited because we were like, hell yeah. Stardew Valley. I know, it's what we do with most of our time anyways, so this makes a lot of sense. You're right. I have a 400-hour playtime for a reason, and it's because I fucking love this game. So good. It's great. Um, And then McCoy and James came into this kind of fresh-faced. I mean, McCoy, you've probably seen this because, you know, as you always say, Elena's, like, constantly playing it on her Switch. So you've definitely seen. (laughs) (laughs) Reasonable. If we cut that out, by the way, that's going to be such a weird reference. <laughs> Callback. Okay, reasonable. And then James, what was your like? Had you'd heard about Stardew Valley before this, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'd heard about it. I'd seen some amount of a playthrough of the first, <clears throat> I don't know, month of the game. I don't something like, like a playthrough that. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder how that works. Like. It doesn't I mean, it seem was like a game that's good for a Let's Play. It's not really, but if you like the person playing it, then... Um, yeah, I mean, surprisingly, it. a lot of people do it. Yeah, no, I'm sure it could work. It's very zen. So, like, yeah. if you wanted to watch someone sort of zen out their farm and just build some stuff and, and go for things and they explain themselves, it would work fine. It's definitely, yeah. like, a nice, like... I, I definitely see it as a cool, like, casual streamer game for people who want to, like, chat with their audience but then also maybe be doing something like concurrently. And then I mean, it's like, minds, why like, is, <laughs> why is Minecraft one of the biggest games on YouTube? Right. It's like, yeah. Children. Same concept. <clears throat> I think that. Makes yeah. Sense. Children. Yeah, exactly. Children. Dude. Fucking children. I love watching YouTubers just like watch like a graph or like some sort of, you know, like analysis of their viewer base. And then just like have this moment of like, <laughs> I could be an adult. Seven to 12 or, is my biggest demographic. Yeah. And they're like, um, Fortnite dance, bitches. Like, <laughs> I am relevant. Let's go. Um, every time. Yeah. So. No, that, that was, it was day nine. Yeah, okay. Um, 
So it was just like a like chill. It was probably a stream, ago, actually. When it right? first came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, and um, it seemed like a good game, but not really up my alley, so I didn't pursue it any further. Yeah. I don't so know. Now. So I was going to ask you, do you, did you, because I assume that you did research coming into this, as you were always prepared, what year did Stardew Valley come out in? Uh, 2016, early 2016. Because oh, okay. I know I didn't play it when it first came out. I actually heard about it on a giant bomb game of the year. And there was like sure. one guy who was just like, no, yep. this is the greatest game ever. I played it forever. And I remember like being in the car yep. being like, I might like that. I don't know. I wasn't sure. And then I picked it up one day and was like, holy shit. This is everything I ever wanted in a game. It opened up an entire new genre of gaming for me. Like, now I'm into all the simulation games. Like, I play Mega Aquarium, and there's that new dinosaur game. And um, But, like, you I didn't Monster really... Monster Hunter? <laughs> yeah. It's not Monster no, Hunter. Although, Monster that game Hunter. is fucking oh, no, rad. It's fucking <laughs> rad. I have to look it up so I can actually shout them out because it's good. It's made by a Canadian couple. It's almost a one-person wonder, but it's two of them. But they're a couple, so it's almost like one. But anyway, that new is it like is it like a Jurassic Park type game? It is, is it a, a Jurassic Park type game, but it's adorable. It's it's like a little I don't really know what you'd call the arts. It's like a pixelated little dinosaur game. It was it just came out of beta. Um, anyway, played Dino D Day. I have not played that. <laughs> that does not really sound. I'm more into like curating. That sounds like a first person shooter. It is with dinosaurs. <laughs> it is. <laughs> My God. Yeah. But yeah, Stardew no, was. I like, don't think I don't think the draw for Elena was the dinosaurs game. It was I'm just not. gonna be honest. It was oh. the theme park management, yeah, yeah, or the shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because like, so like going into this, I bought this game during one of Steam's. Uh, I think it was their fall sale, like typically their Black Friday, like mega. One sale of your mom's fall have. sales. <laughs> Dude, did you see that Oprah Din went on sale the week after we released that episode? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you gotta get your mom in line. Ouch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm to gonna us. be thoroughly convinced <clears throat> if, yeah. uh, you know, if Stardew Valley goes on sale after this, then I am, I, you know, conspiracy confirmed. Let's all I'll say because, geez. yeah, but, for real. No, but I did get this on sale, and at first I was a little unsure. Like it was definitely one of those games where. I saw the reviews or like, you know, how it always says along the side, like overwhelmingly positive. And then I was like looking at the trailer and I'm like, I don't really know. This looks kind of boring. Like it looks like it might entertain me for a little bit and I won't really pick it up. But as I started playing it, I just realized how many different things this game has to offer. Like it just combines so many different game types into one general story of being a farmer in Pelican Town um, that just appealed to me and always kept me interested for long periods of time. You know, you have your just regular farming part, but then you also have like your fishing mini game. You have your like mining through the mines mini game. You've got, you know, crafting systems. You've got stuff to save up for. You've got little NPCs all throughout the town that you can become friends with and see little, uh, like, personal events happen as you build up your relationship with them. Like, there's a lot this game has to offer that I was honestly really shocked about, to about the fact that this was, like, created by one guy who essentially sat down and said, I want to create... A harvest moon but i didn't find harvest moon satisfying because 
Harvest Moon doesn't have like an overlapping story among all of the games. I want to have, you know, basically a Harvest Moon with story and heart and also combine these other elements from these other games that I like and just create this wholesome farming simulator about being one with nature. And I thought that was really cool. Like Eric Baroni is really, really cool as an individual, like with what he could do with this game. And I really love the ideas that he came up with um, going into this. Is that a question? Hmm. Um, no, but <laughs> sorry, I was just watching an interview where someone did that. God Anyways, damn. no, it's true though. It's amazing. But you you have to understand that AAA games are spending their time remaking the same game over and over again, as opposed to progressing. And it's very bizarre to watch a game where someone just continued to build in it and continued to add to it, and just decided he wanted this to be the game, and he wanted this to have all the things in it, and he wanted it to be full like fledged, like. We as an audience of gamers are starved for games that actually have like are fleshed out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That actually have content in them and have a bunch of different diverse like things in the game that are cool. Like a lot of games are seemingly taking this style of like really fast development, like rapid development being like, yo, we're going to get out an idea and then we'll test the market. We'll see if they like it. Maybe we'll add an expansion or two and they've got the whole thing planned out. But then they just do the next thing like two years later and they scrap the whole thing. And at no point in time are they actually just building up to something amazing. Like, and I feel like this game just like, fuck all that. It's like the the one person nature of this allows him to just do whatever he wants and, and to just continue to make it like more and more and deeper and deeper. And that's fucking awesome. It also helps that it's a huge cult hit at this point. Like at this, like I, I think when it yeah. first came out, I don't know that it had this kind of like crazy following, but definitely by now in 2020, like it's a big time game. Um, sure. And so I feel yeah. like it also helps that like he was able to do that because it's a, it's a big game now. Also, it's impressive. That's on like every platform ever. Yeah. yeah. He must contract out for that. If, probably. I would if I recall so. correctly, um, it was a, it was a pretty big hit right off the bat. Like it, it did quite well, um, much better than, than he thought it would. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, millions and millions and millions of copies sold. Like, I think it just hit 10 million copies recently. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, which is amazing. Yeah. The first year it came out, it, it actually did win some awards. It won the golden joystick breakthrough award. And it also, um, like won the best simulation game at another awards um but it was nominated a lot for just like best independent game Mm -hmm. and game of the year Mm. so i think the reception was really good i'm trying to look at the exact numbers um it it sold over four hundred thousand copies in two weeks okay never mind so i was completely wrong just cut that out no no it was a huge hit immediately no you just have to understand like like there's this concept of like uh, they think they talk about this in terms of YouTube video creation. Is the YouTube video relevant right now, or is it evergreen? And like ever, this game is evergreen. Meaning, like this game is going to be just as awesome and just as delightful forever. It will be there for you whenever you pick it up. And it, like you could recommend this game from now until the end of time, and it would still bring things to people. And so as a result, it gets to be that. It gets to be this amazing successful thing that that has no reason to slow down until it just runs out of people that like, you know what I mean? Like this could, this could go to anyone. Um, this has nothing to do with like the, the, the roster from the 2018 
you know, football team or something, you know, it's nothing like that. Um, and it's just, it's so peaceful and wonderful that like, it's, it's like this thing existing. It's like, it calls into question new games for forever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Cause it will still stand up toe to toe with them forever. I don't know. I, I think that that part is just is so amazing. Like, wh- yeah, why not? You can see the love he's pouring into it because he keeps updating it, and it's like you buy it once, and you just get stuff continuously, yeah. versus the you know the usual platform today where it's like, all right, buy the game, buy the season pass, right, or buy yeah. the expansions. Yeah, and it's like you're like, I'm wait, I'm getting all this stuff for for free after I bought the game for like <laughs> fifteen bucks. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like at first I was like, 15 bucks is a little steep. Because like I said, I was judging it based off of the trailer where I'm like, okay, it's this like, it's these 8-bit graphics that, you know, it, it looks charming, but can I farm enough where it's worth <laughs> the $16 that it is? Um, but yeah, like you said, like he's coming out with so many different updates. He does so many quality of life changes throughout because he's constantly getting feedback from, you know, the community about what can make the process easier for them, you know, what things they'd like to see in regards to NPC stories. And he just creates it and releases it like for free, which is crazy, like he announced the most recent update and I thought for sure that he was going to maybe charge five bucks for it. Cause that's how hefty the new update was with all the additional content. And yet, no, he released it for free just because he, it's his baby. He well, and because if you do some light math, thing. what is it? hundred million? We just said, let's assume 10 million. <clears throat> sorry, 10 million. If he gets right. If at he $10 gets 30%, each, say, right. <laughs> if, if he gets 30% of the $15 each copy costs, He's got forty five million dollars. Thank God. Well, no, I think it's I think it's Steam takes thirty percent. So he gets seventy percent. Yeah, he gets the rest. Yeah, yeah but, no, but that's if he gets if yeah, he gets thirty yeah. percent. Which is even my I mean, conservative like, estimate, he's doing fine. So the moral of the yeah. story is he gets to do that cool thing where he just gets to go. I can do right by everyone because they have done right by me. Yeah. So, it's on, nice. so impressive. I mean, there's also full functioning multiplayer in this game. I know, which is something that I have never, Talk I've actually never even done exactly. multiplayer. Um, the fact that he alone can wild. do it so right and so many big companies do it so wrong. So wrong. <laughs> no, it's amazing. God, it's so true. Oh, yeah, just look at any <laughs> Nintendo game multiplayer and then look at Stardew Valley multiplayer. James, I you don't know. like using friend codes? <laughs> Oh my god! Uh. <laughs> no. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit more about the multiplayer experience, because like I I haven't played multiplayer either. Yeah. Um, I usually just play on my own whenever I find the time to do Boy, it. Boy, are you two missing but, out? Yeah, Gabe, you want to? Yeah. So Gabe, yeah, Gabe makes you play it, it makes it infinitely easier actually. On <laughs> yeah. You um, know what, James? You might yeah, want to just know. be quiet for a small moment while Gabe tells us about what he did to you. What are you talking about, <laughs> Gabe? Why you gotta frame it like that? Yeah. <laughs> I can show you the world. Make it sound like I did something horrible to James. You did. No. You robbed him of the experience of a true Stardew Valley. Okay, hold on. Let me preface this by saying that, yes, in theory, multiplayer does make it easier, but they also have an interesting dynamic where just recently they changed this or made it a different option. But before, it was you had more people on the farm so you could theoretically get more done. However, you all shared... 
the same money pool. Um, and then also you could set it to so that you can also make less money to kind of throw off the, you know, more, more farm hands deal. But we never did that. Um, but I always found the shared money pool. We did share money. We did share yeah. money. Yeah. And every, every yeah. co-op game I've played in that game, we've always done share money, even though now you can turn that off, but we still keep it. Cause it's like, it really makes it unique and. I think really adds to it because, like, yeah, you have more help on the farm now, but you know, when there's four of us, we have to all be like, okay, let's plan out. We got to plan on our purchases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to allocate for, you know, new seeds for the new season or whatever. Then maybe we have enough so then like one or two people can upgrade their tools or buy like the the bigger backpacks and stuff like that. And it adds a really cool dynamic to the game that like really just really emphasizes teamwork. Yeah. And like, okay, yeah. so. And common goals. Yeah. So it'll be like, okay, I'm going to go into the mines and mine and progress that. Um, like, Brian will go fish. Tyler will maybe help me in the mines or he'll like manage the watering all the crops and stuff. And then someone else can fuck off and do Talk whatever. to people in town, marry that yeah. one girl. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just, it just is so cool to like have that kind of like that collective working towards the goal and we've got to make this farm prosper we got to manage our money manage all of our crops and animals and all that stuff which i do think like but we had about three to four hours to play together this week right yeah so um doing everything the normal way would have been a beautiful experience you would have cherished forever so that's the thing (laughs) is well, I think this game would be awesome to do that way, and everyone should. Ex- I think everyone should experience this game, whether it be solo or co-op with friends. However, I think given our time constraints, I wanted them to see more of the game mm-hmm. and get a broader range of interaction versus us. You know, maybe getting halfway through just the first season. I'd be like, all right, how did you guys like it? We farmed a bunch of parsnips and maybe bought the first backpack, and that was about it. Did you really buy the first backpack that early? And gifted Haley a rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can you can buy the first backpack pretty fucking early. Yeah, okay. I mean, you just like just farm parsnips <laughs> a ton and then yeah, do all that. Okay. It's all about parsnips are key in the first year. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the, the first backpack only costs like two thousand, which you can okay. get pretty easily. So then, I think this really is actually getting at. So like, you know, as a, <laughs> I'm tempted to be like, as a therapist, you know, like, why does this bother you, Elena? Uh, but really, it's more like this. It's it's getting at this game. Wait, Elena, no, why Gabe, do you hate fun? Gabe hasn't said what he did yet. Let no the people know. know what he did. Okay. And then you can make your point defending him. Gabe, Gabe helped us experience more of the game, Elena. You did experience Thank more you. of the game. <clears throat> I will give you that. <laughs> I don't disagree with his point there, but the way that he went about it. Jesus Christ. So what I did was I downloaded an item spawner. <laughs> I was going to say CBJ item spawner. That's what, that's what happened. Yeah. It's Gabe just rolled yep. up to me. And so, but then it became actually very awesome because then we got to really like go for whatever it is that we wanted to go for. For, for instance, what I wanted to go for was 
essentially the visual stunning effect of just looking at our farm and being like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so everyone else was doing their own thing. They could do anything they wanted. I was just going to plant hundreds if not thousands of tiles just like <laughs> spreading across the screen and then i was going to water all of them and then i was going to take lampposts a la beginner's guide and like place them in like special places <laughs> and so then gabe who essentially became god in this game would roll around and you'd be like hey man can you spawn me some lampposts and he's like here's 999 bro don't put them all in one place <laughs> and then he would just walk out and you're like damn um, also, though, funny, though, I will say, before the item spawner, you actually attempted a, a different glitch, which which didn't work quite as well, which was that... It worked very well on Easter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so what it is, is, is that you, you, you make your name a set of characters, which is actually the ID, or set of IDs, for a bunch of expensive items in this game. And as a result, if an NPC says your name, the game actually spawns the item at the same time. So what's hilarious about that is Gabe walking around town talking to people and just going... Say my name. Say my name. Like, just like say my name. Yeah, just he said like, my name. And so he'd be like, he'd be like, guys, do you think if I give her a diamond, she'll say my name? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yes is the answer. <laughs> but well, yeah. worked out. It worked out very well because when we did the Easter celebration, we ran around, found all the eggs. James and I tied for first place. So the mayor then said my name, which was the item codes for the star drop, and I think like two treasure chests. And so when he said me as a the treasure winner, chest and the the rainbow thing. Oh yeah, this is the prismatic, prismatic shard. shard. So when we did yeah. that, he said my name, and then all three of us got the items. Yeah, it was nice. And it was like, yes, yeah. it's finally paying off, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So then, actually, like, yeah, that was pretty good. You know what you will. Say what you will about that. I will say, like, after doing that and then just planting my my massive garden of tulips, because I thought about, you know, like, and unfortunately, by the way, tulips are multicolored in this game, and it fucking sucks. Yeah, it's bullshit. They might also be multicolored in real life, too. I don't understand <laughs> that, <laughs> and I don't plan to learn. But the point is that I was hoping they were going to be some sort of beautiful one color. There are many colors of tulips in real life. That shit is yes. fucking lame. Tell them to stop. However, in theory, you should be able to buy seeds of certain colors. I would hope, right? But yeah. anyways, um, yeah. it be it's a different game, but still very fun. Uh, but I think why the difference and why maybe people like Elena and probably Zoe too are very mad about item spawning in general is actually because a core fundamental premise of the balance of this game is that things are challenging and they take work and they take strategizing and they take planning. And that's like the core foundation to this game is that, you know, when Zoe said earlier, like, you know, people would ask the developer to make things easier, you know, whatever. It's such as like he would, but he would do it in a Stardew Valley way where it's like you have to earn it. Like you might get shortcuts from here and there, but you have to earn it. Like this is a game about earning. It's a game about saying I have only so much energy in a day. I have only so much money. I have only so much of all sorts of resources, whether it be the water in your can, whether it be the money in your bank, whether it be the time in the day or whether it be the energy or whatever health, even in the mines, like all these resources are things you have to actively manage very carefully. And if you min max, I guess, which I kind of hate that term, but it is just well describing what you have to do. If you do do that in this game, you'll reap the benefits literally. And so in that sense, breaking that system of the game does reveal just an entirely alien thing. 
Um, super cool. Had a lot of fun with it, but it's an entirely you know, I alien. Say it I, also reveals a weird alien statue. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. Yeah, I could spawn items that you don't have access Dude. to. But I want to say, even though I did this, I truly love and respect and appreciate the kosher way of playing the game. Sure. And of doing it as it's meant to be played, which is like, it's fun, man. Having yeah. to work hard and get that, like, really plan that out and attack it from the right angle and strategize. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think those Stardew yeah. Valley. It's like, interesting that... No, no, no go for it. it it's a, I was going to say, it's interesting, McCoy, that you say, like, you know, the 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 i guess you know the min maxing is like you know you, you'll that's like the way to play this game like i you didn't really say it's the way to play this game but you're like the objective is to essentially like min max and get as much gold as possible you know get that very satisfying you know end of the day money rolling in the bank um and i almost have to disagree with that only because what i loved about this game is just how extremely open-ended it is in terms of what it expects from you and how no matter how you play this game, you're never ahead or behind. It just matters how much time it takes to get there, I guess. And the game doesn't punish you for taking a long time to get to those those areas. Oh, what about um, your grandpa judging you? Isn't your grandpa uh, dead? I mean, there's... There's there's the yeah. grandpa's judgment at the beginning of year three, but to be honest, like if you are to take cumulative game time between your first day, year one, and year three, that's a lot of hours of gameplay. Yeah, if you decide to play out each day to its fullest potential, I guess. Um, and so, just what I liked about it was, and and also when it when it launches you into the game, there's essentially like zero guidelines besides it saying here are your keys to move <laughs> here are your tools like i send you out into the world do with it my, what you will and so like playing this game for the first time you know there's a lot of stuff you just kind of have to learn either through trial and error or you learn through um you know just trying you know just testing it out yourself you know you're like oh what does my scythe do okay scythe cuts down these grass things Obviously, my axe will chop down this wood. Let me chop down this tree. Oh, shit. All of my energy is gone. Oh, man. I'm sluggish. Wait a second. Like, there's a lot of things that the game doesn't really tell you that you have to kind of learn just by failing. I think, like, one of the first things I ever learned was the fact that your character can't stay up all night. Um, so I'm just, you know, my first day, I'm putzing about the town, exploring everything, being like, oh, this is great. This is fun. And then midnight hits. I'm on the other side of town and it's like, <laughs> it's getting late. And I think I die. Like I didn't die, but I passed out <laughs> because I thought that I could stay up all night. Cause that's what a lot of these simulator yeah, games game. sometimes do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and Not so a lot of I, games make you get home by 2 a.m. Right. Uh, it's trying to instill good morals. Yeah. I oftentimes get home earlier. 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> You're missing out, McCoy. <laughs> that might be true. But yeah, like, I, I think that's like, you know, and so it's this trial and error now. Now I'm planning out my day being like, okay, well, now I know I have to start kind of wrapping things up around 1130 or else I will pass out again. Um, 
And so just discovering those mechanics was really special to me in this game. And I appreciated that the game just didn't like hold my hand being like, make sure you get home by 2 a.m. or else you'll pass out. Like the game's just like, nah, like you're exhausted. <laughs> you passed out. Um, and yeah, and so because of all that, though, then as you're playing through, you kind of start figuring out these optimal paths uh, as you start unlocking these other events. So then you can go back and create a new save file or something and then start your min-maxing um, if you so choose. I know plenty of people who just love to just create a new profile just to create more pretty farms and they could care less about grandpa's final judgment. Um, but the fact that the game, like... It's not the end-all, be-all if your grandpa judges you, like... Oh, yeah. And the game will still just allow you to play. Yeah, he's dead. Great. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> no, the mid-maxing <laughs> is, is, is defined by you. It's like, if you want to make beautiful farms, like, okay, you still have all these things that are holding you back. How do you do it best? You don't have to do it best. Well, yeah, and best. I think that, like, in your defense, McCoy, you probably... They're thinking about, like, the mid-maxing of Stardew Valley because you're watching me play it now. And on my sec... Because I have... So I originally started playing the game a couple years ago played it for a while i mean played it for a pretty significant amount of time but then took like a year break or something like that and just picked it up semi-recently again um and definitely like i think you're right zoe that the second farm that you start is very different because the first time like yeah you don't know what you're doing and the game doesn't tell you and i think that's wonderful um but then the second farm i like went in being like okay I know what I want to accomplish. Here's what we're doing. And definitely because it's the way that I like to play the game where I'm, I've been told that I may be too goal oriented. Um, so that's how I play Stardew Valley. Like I have like daily goals and monthly goals. And like, I have a whole plan in my head and I'm like, I'm rolling out like 6am and I'm not coming back until the very end. And like I'm using every moment um, because that's how I want it. That's what's fun for me is I like that planning process and all the goals. And so I now play the game that way. Um, and have like really accomplished a lot. I'm only on summer of year two, but I think I've really gotten a lot done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you first start, you're an idiot like me and pick the river farm. Oh my god, mm. I picked the river farm my second oh time my around because I didn't know what it was because it was new and I was like, this sounds like fun. And now it is, you know what? It's beautiful, I think, but it's not super useful. Yeah, I'm making it work, but holy shit, it was the wrong choice. <laughs> That's yeah. the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is what is the river farm? So you can have like you know your actual farm. There are yeah you know, yeah four I know there's five like different, different farms yeah. you can choose. The river yeah. farm is just like not mostly water, but it has a significant it's amount garbage. of water, and it's just a bunch of islands connected together. Yeah, not a lot of land. And you're like, great, we'll do a bunch Whoa. of farming, but it turns out if you farm there, you're actually more likely to just get trashed than anywhere else. And so, yeah, so that's how it sells. It's like, oh, you <laughs> have all this water, you can fish here, and on paper you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Fish go for a lot. But then when you, like, it doesn't tell you this, but then when you, like, look it up online, people are like, yeah, no, it's like, you can catch fish there, but you have a higher chance of catching, gar- like, literal garbage. Yeah. And so you're like, great. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't know until yeah. I talked to Gabe about it, and Gabe's like, oh, man, you too, huh? That place sucks because of this. Um, which I wasn't aware of, but was I had already been like, this place is kind of, like, just a pain to navigate, like, to go over a lot of bridges it's every awful. morning. So I have now designed an optimal loop where, like, I have a, a morning loop where I start at my house and I water my plants and then I go over the first bridge to the orchard and then I go over the second bridge to the animals and, like, I do a whole thing. But, um, yeah, would make a different cho- different choice next time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 
I, I would definitely clarify, though, that, like, it's true that you do play, like, min-maxy to the nth degree, but I, I do think everyone I've ever talked to about playing this game min-maxes to something. And it doesn't mean that they have to do it to the most hardcore degree, but for some, yeah, for some people, it's just like, yeah, I want the prettiest farm. But mm-hmm. they, but you have to fight the game, and that's the fun of it. Yeah. That, that's, like, that's, because, for instance, like, playing this game naked, if you would, without its, um, <laughs> without its weaponry, um, Without fight you back. pesky clothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Watching this game on the plane. Um, reference to <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, like it. It's it's an entirely different thing, and it's it's actually honestly the word I would use, unrelated to the reference, is it's kind of perverted, because like this this game is really about at least from what I've seen from people and from what I played myself also is just like it's about like you enjoy playing this game and you enjoy conquering the hurdles. And if you, if you enjoy doing that, then you will get the things that you wanted to get and the satisfaction is there because you enjoyed the process and you liked what you got and the, the value is there on the other end. So it has every piece of that. And I, I think that's really interesting when you compare that, contra- like you contrast that to like games that, you know, we see that are in the news a lot. Like if you take a year or so or maybe two years at this point back and you look at Battlefront, uh, it was really like people really attacked that game because it took too long to unlock the Jedi characters in it. And the, the, the thing that's interesting is that there's a lot of things in Stardew Valley that take a long time to unlock. Um, and there are many differences, but the main core difference between Battlefront and why it was not able to pull off a long unlock time and Stardew Valley, and it was, is because Stardew Valley is actually fun to play. I was going to jokingly say because it's fun. (laughs) Seriously. But Mm -hmm. you're right. No, but you enjoy the process. That's the key with this game Mm. is you enjoy the process and the road that it takes to get you to wherever it is you want to go. And and that's just the beauty of this game. Do you think it's also the variability, like the fact that... This this game has a lot of variability to it that just happens naturally, like the seasons and like, you know, you you know that, I don't know, like I, yeah. I know like one thing I always thought was great about it was the fact that the seasons always just come naturally as a nice 28 day month. And it's just kind of cool to always be like, okay, like I just want to get to spring because I really want to try to catch that legendary fish or like, I can't wait for it to be summer because, you know, I'm going to go down to the beach and do X, Y, Z. I can't wait for it to be winter Um, because everything's dead. Yeah. Yeah. You just (laughs) mind. It does. I agree with you, Zoe, that it has like a really good flow to it. Oh, yeah. And also it's a surprisingly deep game um, in terms of like there are a lot of people, right? And so you can have all those friendship events with so many different people. And those really add to, like, the spice of the game. And it has, like, multiple secret areas that get unlocked in a whole bunch of different ways as you keep going. And, like, there's just... Yeah. There's... I think when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, I'm, I love this game. And I didn't even know there was more to it. Like, when I... Mm-hmm. When it was just, like, the main map, I was like, well, this is fucking awesome. Look at this. There's mines. There's fishing. There's farming. And then you keep going. And it, like, keeps getting bigger and deeper. And there's more different things that you can try mm. and i think especially for being just one person yeah. um, i really wasn't expecting that yeah and it really keeps you going i mean there's definitely more depth in this game than a lot of yeah. you know games that are built by many people mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you know like you know what's a really ex- so we were talking about seasonality dude first of all i totally fucking agree but one of the things that's really weird about it is like my first example of that it's so silly but it's something that maybe you guys you experts have taken for granted 
But when it fucking rains, you don't have to water your plants, bros. Oh my god, it's the best. No, but that's a, oh, I love it. No, but seriously, <laughs> the first time I noticed that, I was like, holy shit, I. Because I was the person who's like, I'm not meeting the people in town. I'm antisocial in real life and I'm antisocial in the game. <laughs> fuck these people. And then it was like it rained and I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? I guess I'll go to town. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like that's the, that's the thing. It's like they, And it doesn't feel like forced. It doesn't feel like a developer like literally grabbed me on the back of the shoulder and said, you have to stop doing what you're doing even though you're having fun. It was just sort of like, no, dude, it's, it's raining. This is natural. This makes sense. This is the real change in pace in real life. You gotta, you gotta yeah. do and something else, And it's a similar man. thing in winter, like Gabe was talking about, when like, oh, you don't really grow crops in winter because it's winter, and so, which I think the first time I played it through, I was like, great, I wonder what the winter crops are gonna be, and I was, and it was like, the game was like, no, it's there's snow, because <laughs> like, wait, but you're a video game, why can't I grow stuff? And so, but, but now I, lo- I mean, I love winter because like I get a lot of tree chopping done, and I do a lot of mining in the winter, and you might go yeah. fishing. Yeah. So I think the game does kind of force you to do to use all of its parts in a really natural, Just such an elegant way. Um, yeah, an elegant way, mm-hmm. and it lets you, like Zoe was saying before, like it lets you do it when you're ready for it. Um, like my first playthrough, hmm. I could not figure out the fishing mini game. Like I was playing on PC, it was so fucking hard. I just couldn't do it. And so I almost essentially never fished. Um, and the game doesn't punish you for that, really. Like, you're going to miss some little side quests and, like, you're not going to be able to cook certain dishes. But, like, for the most part, if you don't want to fish, like, you don't you're have to. You complete that community center. I know. Mm. Well, I didn't do that my first playthrough. True. Can I Can I also... The fishing minigame, like, I understand how to do it, but that thing is hard. It's brutally difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Obviously, my second yeah. like, game update, they it, introduced like a they introduced a new fishing rod in the update to make fishing easier for people who find it more difficult. Uh, it definitely, I think it took me like it did take me take me a while to adjust to like how exactly you need to click your mouse or like hold down. I play on PC, um, and just being able to track the thing and. I don't know. You get some of those really difficult fish that just dart around and you're just like, how the hell yeah. am I ever going to catch that? And it's just kind of honestly one of those practice makes perfect. Like I'm going to sound like McCoy when he talks about like aiming down sights in Counter-Strike, but it's like there's an art yeah. <laughs> to fishing there totally Stardew Valley is, though. Yeah. the clicking. Hell and yeah. I think like, I didn't even learn it my first play th- like playthrough not playthroughs i didn't finish anything but like my first time playing i couldn't do it which so the second time i went in i was like i will get the fishing farm and like i'm doing that bundle of the community center first mm-hmm. and i learned how to do it but it was a pain in the ass it's it's difficult i think what's, what's really strange is hearing everyone's so do you have multiple farms or did you have like a first farm and then start over with a new farm or anything like that yeah so i had a first farm um that I kind of figured out the game with. Um, and then when I, I think I was in like summer of year two and I had just been able to like cumulative, cumulatively make 20 grand or something, which I don't even know how that was possible. I must've really sucked at like selling stuff or growing things <laughs> optimally. Cause I was like, Oh man, I can finally afford a chicken coop. And meanwhile, I'm just like, wait, I should be able to do this a lot better. Cause I didn't realize that the box next to your house can also sell a bunch of items wait, what's so the i was other way to sell just... items at the store oh i would always sell them at pierre's oh i didn't even know you could and do so that then, right pierre's would be closed on wednesdays and i'd be like fuck 
gotta put all the stuff back in my chest and sell it tomorrow then like yeah. so well, i would just, just go like a lot a, of days without making anything yeah it's just like a means of like <clears throat> do you want the money tomorrow or do you want it now mm. and to be uh, fair like the the box the box you can throw anything into mm. versus the stores where you can only sell like certain things so it's really like not even it's like not even good to sell them at the stores I just didn't know. Yeah. That's like, I also learned recently right. just from talking to Gabe that did you guys know you can upgrade your watering can? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nobody else totally. did. I did not know this. It Yo, just, I knew that. No. James? No. That's good. I hadn't even. <laughs> Go ahead, James. I hadn't even. No, no, no. I asked Gabe for the upgraded watering can. Yeah, because it's true, Gabe, he did. did Gabe, Gabe fucking rain that, that yeah. shit on him like he was a fucking. I was that honestly. That's what made me mad when I wa- I came home and I come in and I'm so excited because I see Stardew Valley up and McCoy's playing and Gabe's playing and I'm like, this is amazing. How exciting is this? I sit down, I put headphones on, and I see McCoy pull out a fully upgraded watering can, and I lost my shit. Watch me hold that button down and water like nine tiles at once. Watch. You should have to work for that. Yeah. That's the thing. Not 12. 12, 12 tiles. Fuck. Yeah. I did work for it. I had to type in. You did not. <laughs> Dude, but like, we had an entirely different, but again, I actually think this in a way, as the um, sort of metagame and sort of balanced discussion we've just had, I think this actually fits in because I had a goal and we all did in our version of Stardew Valley and it was different than your version of Stardew Valley, but my goal was Gabe. Give me every light source that exists in this game, and I'm going to make the prettiest fucking farm I can. And that is absolutely still a goal that was absolutely enjoyable in this game. Right? I'm still mad about it. Yeah. One of my favorite I, moments. I totally. do like the variability of min-maxing, but memorable moments. Go ahead, Gabe. I was going to say one of my favorite moments was James was off doing something. McCoy was off doing his farm, and yeah. Elena was watching. And I was just at the community center. At the bundles oh to see what was required and I then typing so in what I needed, spawning oh it and putting it in. And, and I just I was <laughs> screaming like, it's the wrong season for that fish. Yeah. I know you're not getting that, honestly. Yeah, and oh, Elena's yeah. just like, Gabe, don't think I don't see you over there doing that. By the way, multiplayer has a really <laughs> elegant joy to it because what James so I was making the prettiest farm I could. And what that meant is I was having candle lit walkways and a certain amount of candles outside of everyone's doorway uh, to, to signify that that was their house and along the paths and stuff like that. And then James went to the fucking county fair and bought these fucking like flamingo fucking statues <laughs> that looked fucking garbage. And he would just place them around. And then every day when he was out doing shit, I would pick them up and move them somewhere like in his house. And then he would pick them up when I was away and like move them to like around the fucking yard. And that shit was so fucking fun. So just like even though we were like playing like different <laughs> games in a sense like because i was beautifying the farm back home and he was fishing or in the mines like we would still have these like asynchronous like interactions where like we would like rearrange shit in each other's houses to like fuck with them and i would come back and there'd be like yeah. shit all over my house <laughs> like one day i passed out in the fields because i was just putting out too many goddamn candles and then i just woke up in my fucking apartment or whatever the fuck and it's just like the most ridiculous setup of just stupid ass Littered shit with wombo statues yeah check the instagram i would put a picture up but that part was that that part from the multiplayer specifically was delightful just being like there was this 
there was this silent and keep in mind we're on discord the whole time we could we could communicate with each other but motherfuckers ain't saying shit we just moving these fucking flamingo statues around the fucking place oh it's brilliant i'm not saying that you guys didn't have a great experience like you clearly did and once i once my anger subsided i had a good time watching you play (laughs) but just like the fact that that was your experience of stardew valley it, it hurts me a little bit because like Stardew Valley makes you work for stuff and it's totally worth it. And like, I think at that point, wait, it does. Yeah. J- <laughs> no, yeah, just James kidding. Does. Got him. But at that just, point, like I'm, I'm I had kidding. still never finished my community center. Like I just finished it last sure. night for the first time ever. Um, and so the, just to hear Gabe being like, and I need to see like whatever you were doing over there was just <laughs> infuriating. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but it's actually, it's no, it's go ahead. I, I was gonna say like, but that's like also I don't know like it's, it's a it's a different experience and yet like just hearing about it it's just like I to me I'm just like shedding a happy tear because I'm like I'm so glad that you guys had a fun experience with this. It's always a better person than I am. Well, <laughs> but you have to understand. I mean, like so, it is infuriating, like listening to them like be like. Oh yeah, I didn't have to work hard to catch that eel, and you're like, I've been at the beach every rainy night for five exactly. nights straight trying yeah. to catch this eel, yeah. and you just spot it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what? And that oh, yeah. does, I mean, but in um, that way, like Stardew Valley rewards you for those things that you're willing to do, and there's stuff to be there to be done there if you don't do it that way, but, which is great. Yeah, no, but there's yeah. this is actually something that I think is very fascinating when it comes to console gaming because up until very recently they haven't had mods. And as someone who like grew up, there's a metagame in mods where it's like the game developers have a balance, which you guys are talking about is incredible. And from what I've seen over people's shoulders and it's from what little I've played myself during this week, it's amazing. Stardew Valley has an amazing balance that you should absolutely play. Like you're saying, you should absolutely respect it. But like I will have you know, modding games is its own fucking chaos and its own fucking delight. And uh, dude, holy shit. Like I, if for those out there that don't mod games very often, it is like another world. It is just absolutely... Because all these games, for better or for worse, they set up boundaries and gates and rules. And that's how you earn shit. And that's how you become satisfied. And that's how you get what you want. But with mods, dude, it's insane. Like, dude, like... And then and then Redhead Chicken goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Gabe's fucking name showed up as on the fucking screen because he was just fucking... He was like missing go from Pokemon, if anybody gets that reference. Yeah. Holy shit, that's yeah, where you... for real. <laughs> but, uh, like, dude, because, like, I was playing, like, GTA, like, a couple years ago, and there was GTA 4, and there was a mod where you could spawn vehicles. Sort of like an item spawner. You could spawn vehicles from your cell phone. But the thing is, they would spawn 40 feet in the air, 5 feet in front of you. And so what you would do is you would just talk to people and then they'd be like, hey man, what's up, dog? You want to buy some drugs? And you're like, boat? And it would just like fall from the sky on top of them. (laughs) (laughs) And like, that is not intended by the developers, but God damn, was that fun. So there's there's both to be had. Um, There's definitely both to be had with these sorts of games. And I will say, modding Mm -hmm. Stardew Valley, because you still have to use the mechanics of Stardew Valley. You still have to plant shit. You still have to, like, water it. Like, there wasn't any hacks, at least, to, like, make everything bloom at the same time. Like, I like I fucked up on watering one day, and then my, my plants were blooming inconsistently. Like, half the, was, was, like, you know. You gotta work for it. Well, because I said, hey, guys, I'm gonna need, because, well, 
I didn't want to use sprinklers because they were aesthetically not to my liking. So I was hand watering everything. <laughs> true. And I tried to get these other motherfuckers to water in the morning. And they were like, we got a more important shit to do than fucking help you with. I've spawn items. <laughs> but anyways, I will say Stardew Valley's tool set uh, was still a delightful experience to mod. So that, that to me is like a weird like angle for critique, but is one that I've used on a lot of games. And I think, it's a weird to to give it a positive rating from a modding angle, but yeah. It was also like I didn't I didn't want to interfere like or interfere like too too much. And it was like I kinda did. But You don't think like, giving them whatever they wanted <laughs> listen, and giving them an listen, upgraded watering can was listen. interfering. I was it was okay, so James hosted the farm. Okay, an upgraded watering can is like the minimum of interference. No, I could have done a lot worse. See, like, James doesn't know what it takes to get it's, one of those. Oh. Yes, exactly. No, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand that it's a lot of work to get an upgraded watering can, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's that's like maybe the it's fifth upgrade or whatever. What. It's insane. It's a lot of bullshit. Whatever. But the benefit to the upgraded watering can is like some time. Whereas the difference of just having infinite money is, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, a much more game-breaking... I agree with you kind of, James, but I like, do think shift. that like time is everything in Stardew Valley. Because uh, like McCoy was saying earlier, like it, the, it's, a, it's a game that like it, it cuts you off. What do you call that? Time gate. It's gated and everything. Yeah, it I, limits, I would say that it limits you and everything. So like yeah. you're limited in your time and your energy. Mm. And so like you like Zoe was saying, like you cannot just stay out all night. Like you could in some games. Where, like you're like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna fucking fish all night because I can do that. Like no, you can't. It doesn't let you. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so like the reason that someone would get an upgraded watering can is to save on things like time and energy. Because like right now I have a morning loop. Right, like I wake up at six whatever a.m. And I do my loop, and that takes me until like roughly noon, and I'm about mm-hmm. half energy. And then, and then you eat a bunch of the energy. Bars. By the way, we had yeah. 999 energy stuff. bars, and they refill your energy yeah. meter all the way to 100. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is part of the beauty of Stardew yeah, Valley to me. Yes, it's like okay, so I know that I have this loop that I do every single morning. I, so I need to water my crops. I need to take care of my animals. I need to go check on these things. Yep. And then I'm ready yep. for the rest of my day. And like whatever I want to do with the rest of my day has to fit into yeah, that. Yeah, you're ready for the last like two hours of the day you can use. Exactly. Yeah. Well, do you, do you, is is, a, is napping like a routine move for you? You can't nap. No, I mean, but you, like s- you sit in the you bed and you, you can only nap energy. in multiplayer. I didn't know you no, could No, that, that only works in multiplayer. Oh. Yeah, that only works in multiplayer. The True. only way you can do it in single player is if you hang out in the spa. Yes, yeah, the spa I know about, town. but it's oh. so far away that it's sort of not really worth it, in okay. my opinion. I never use I'd it. I'd rather just eat food. <laughs> Also, Anyways. they make you do like a crazy slow walk in there, and I'm like, this is wasting my <laughs> true. time. True, so true. <laughs> yeah. But what I wanted to say was that I so wanted. I learned. I learned that that was only multiplayer. <laughs> Let a boy in. Let James in. Let James in. True. I just wanted to say I, I wanted because I bought the game. God damn it. James can go you. first. Gabe, hold your thought. You can put it in your pocket if you well, need to. Well, the problem to, was I had a thought and then you later. hijacked it, but that's oh, fine. I'm yeah. allowed to do that. I'm a guest right, of this right, podcast. Oh, shit. James, what do you want to say? Uh, No, Gabe can go first. I just want to say I wanted James to feel like he was in control because he hosted the farm. Mm. So what I would do is I would take him up to Robbins, <laughs> give him the resources to build the, the buildings so he could lay out everything Aww. as how he wanted. Okay, yeah. that's kind of sweet. It was cute shit. 
He was like, James, where do you want the chicken coop to be, man? Yeah, I was like, James, I want you to direct where we're building this stuff. It's, it's, it's your farm. You take lead, buddy. And then I'd be like, you can't build it there because that's where my lamppost goes. <laughs> so you can fuck yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, no, honestly, it was, oh, it was fucking delightful. So Multiplayer in this game was amazing. It's actually like, I, I, I can't fucking believe that it was, it's so elegantly added after the fact. Like, it, it works amazing. The first thing that's I, what I was saying, when man. I was playing this game, I was like, I texted Elena immediately being like, despite the fact that I had infinite money and was like fucking doing crazy shit and she didn't realize it at that point in time, I was like, wow, we would probably have a lot of fun like playing this game together. Like, because mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's a team, the, the multiplayer is really teamwork. Like, it really is teamwork. And uh, I feel like that's kind of a lost art. Yeah, I was these just days. actually going to bring that up because you and I talk about teamwork in video games all the time because yes. we, as we play multiplayer games together and are generally just like disappointed because multiplayer games at least in the current gaming sphere, like don't seem to want to require you to like do anything together or talk to each other in any way. Mm -hmm. But it's actually gone past that. It's that that's where the real complaints start because Stardew Valley gives you the option to choose to pull your money together. Mm -hmm. And as a result, you have to have a common goal as Gabe mentioned earlier, which is awesome. And if you are willing to work together with your, like co-op partner, whoever that may be, then you will succeed and you will feel like, I don't know, good and shit, like a tribe and shit. Um, And so like, but the thing is that games have, and we talked about this a little bit, actually we've talked about this past on this podcast with games like Human Fall Flat, where there are certain aspects of that game where they force you to make a decision about what defines good teamwork. And so in Human Fall Flat, if, uh, there's three of us playing. One of us is an expert. One of us is intermediate, and one of us is an absolute beginner. If the expert completes the puzzle, then the medium, you know, the the the, the journeyman and the novice will be instantly teleported on their next failure past this puzzle. It will force them to progress through the story because they think, well, this expert's just going to get way far ahead. And they're not going to play with their friends. In other words, they're going to be a five-year-old and they're going to like take the sand castle and fucking roll. And like. This game doesn't, like, it allows you to pool your resources together, which makes it harder, which forces you to do teamwork. So the problem that we have with these modern games is that they force you, it's not they give you the option, they force you to have separate inventories and have separate stuff because they're afraid, they're so scared of the fact that we might not play nice that we might troll each other, that I might steal your shit, that I might notice that your build is ranged weaponry, but that a legendary one dropped, and as a result, I'm going to sell it because fuck you, I got there first, and I won't even tell you. And so that's the that, in my opinion, is the scourge that's on multiplayer games, in co-op games, I should say, these days, is that they're so afraid of the fact that we will hurt each other's feelings and not play nice that they won't even allow us to do things that would be advantageous as a good team, which is like pool resources and divide, like, you know, uh, divide them amongst yourselves reasonably. Hey, you need extra gear. I will take the hit to get you that because I know you need it. And that's what a good team does. And that's what pooled resources does. And that's what this game does. Um, it allows you to do. It allows you to choose that. Um, but a lot of games are making that choice for you. For instance, even World of Warcraft in a lot of ways where it says you have your own gear and as a result of that... I mean, like, that game no has one been can... going on for like 15 years strong and only like this past year they implemented things to like make it Right. Like like what you're saying, make it more friendly to like skill gaps or level right. whatever. Yeah. And, and 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 there's a give and take there, but you have to understand that like 
that is an anti-cooperative move. Totally. And, and it, it really, it really disturbs me because the thing that I love the most is being a selfless teammate is like, yo, common goal. What do you need? Oh shit. You need me to water all your shit while you go out and do other stuff. I'd love to like support roles are amazing. And so you can definitely do that in this game. And it's fucking rad where like, if you're trying to accomplish something, like I can help you or like, I can like, I can have my own designated role within your goal and it becomes our goal. And just some games are too afraid to, to let the goals overlap like that for fear that I might fuck your goal over. But um, this game is something like that. So And I like, guess, it's like Zoe, you can pipe in here too as someone who's only played single player, but it makes me happy to know that the multiplayer kind of keeps that alive. Because to me, that is like the soul of the single player is that like goal oriented, like you're working towards something, you're moving in direction. You've made a choice of like, oh, today I'm doing this or I'm saving up my money to get this. And so like the fact that multiplayer somewhat forces you into that, like to me says that it's still sort of the same game. Like that spirit of Stardew Valley is still alive in the multiplayer and it's not turned into something else. Yeah. And I think a great example of that would also be uh, Twitch Rivals that they do occasionally. They do have a Stardew Valley Twitch Rivals that they do occasionally where they have like, you know, 10 teams of four who go about playing Stardew Valley in multiplayer mode. Um, and, you know, for there, it's a cash pool and there's different objectives that each team has to try to be the first one to get. So, you know, first one to the bottom of the mines, first one to catch all of the legendary fish, first one to, uh, you know, first one to complete the community center and whatnot. So I was watching that. I think it was like their inaugural Twitch rivals for Stodu Valley that they did. And I thought one of the most beautiful things I ever saw with that game was that, you know, when they create these teams, they put four streamers on a team together who have very minimal interaction, if at all. And it was a six hour tournament and it was just very beautiful to see them all interact with each other at the beginning of the game versus on hour six when, you know, they have their rhythm down, they have their flow, they've all got their respective roles. You know, it was really cool just watching them all go like, yeah, you go out, you go fish, you know, you got that legendary fish. I'm going to go, you know, water these blueberries. Hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it was a really beautiful thing to see just all of that, that teamwork coming together in a multiplayer like mode, you know, it was competitive nonetheless. And sure, some teams took it more seriously and were a little more hype than other teams. But I think just the fact that it didn't seem so cutthroat that people were hating the game uh, is super important, especially when you try to make it competitive. Dude, yeah. I, I, mm. I can't agree with you more. And it's like, I can't, it makes me so sad that like we're afraid in the modern day of, of watching people get along and, and, and cause you have to skirt the social boundaries. Like, like you have to like read the person a little like, yo dude, like you're talking to them. Like, what do they mean by that? Like, how do I fit in with their goals and stuff like that? Like, I, I think a lot back about like my friends, like I think about like fucking Keenan and Ben, like they're, they're really great examples of like oftentimes they don't play games as much as as i do and so they come in without nearly as much experience but they're incredible team players you just have to tell them what to do and so they don't need to carry as hard as you but they need to do this particular thing 
do it well, do it consistently, and that will hook it up for everyone. And like having roles like that for people and ha- and you can, div- and by the way, if you're a good team, you can devise those roles naturally. Like, dude, hey, you're new to Star Valley. All you got to do, fucking water every day. Then do whatever the fuck you want. But if you water, we are good to fucking go. I will make this shit run. That's awesome. Like, it's just watching that is, is so awesome. Like, you don't have to sit there and be like, dude, I need you to construct a perfect farm <clears throat> now as a novice. It's like, no, no, no. Just help, just help me, bro. Yeah. And despite the narrative that I've been given due to this podcast, I actually <laughs> have a co-op farm with my other friends <laughs> that we don't use item spawners. It's 100% kosher, good to go. Right. So there's a really cool dynamic where we each have our jobs. Like Brian's doing the, Brian's taking care of the animals. Hmm. I'm dealing with the farm and the crops. And then if we're playing with like Matt, he'll kind of like go off and fish or like kind of, kind of like fill like a void of like whatever needs to be done. So can people join and leave or how does yeah. that work? So like one person owns the farm and then everyone else can kind of join in at will or? Yeah. I don't know like how many people you can, I think you can have like four total playing at once. Okay. And I don't know if you can then bring other yeah. people. Say for instance, if like it's like me, Brian and Matt, and then say Tyler's not gone or Tyler was on the farm at one point, but he's not playing with us currently. I don't know if I could like bring you onto the farm. Okay. I've never tried that, but at, at its core, it's four people, um, up to four people. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll be having, like, doing our jobs, but then I'll be like, you know, we'll we'll do a thing where we need to get our, like, I want to get my watering can upgraded. Sure. So I'll be like, hey, Brian, I'm going to spend, you know, like 10K to get the gold watering can. While that's being worked on, I need you to cover the crops. So then he can do, or... We can either can go like that or he'll give me his watering can so I keep doing my job while mine's being dealt with. But it is a case of like working together and then something will happen where we'll need to like pick up some slack or whatever. Yeah. Or it'll be like, hey, Brian, I'm going to take a break from watering these because you're like working on these animals and we need to get like the deluxe barn. Yeah. So I'm going to go off and cut a bunch of wood to get some hard wood. <laughs> reasonable <laughs> straight face keep it going <laughs> to then, yeah so i'll be like all right so if you can like maybe manage some of the crops for a little bit i'm gonna go get that's for you so then your job will be easier down the line yada 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 i feel like this game is such a fantastic playground for teamwork absolutely i know but it's so crazy because also like that's why i love the game and i play it by myself it's like i like doing all that in my own head as a one woman show just being like okay i'm doing this right now but then tomorrow i gotta cut wood or i gotta go like i just be having to balance all of that is like my greatest joy in life you like being a strong independent woman who's gonna collect that i'm not even married in game i don't need no man and or woman because you can marry either but like i just aggressive yeah, I don't contribute to anything, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. But, like, I you love that Stardew Valley lets you do that, that whole balancing act of, like, there's so many different things going on at once, and you having to make all those decisions on a given day of, like, what am I going to accomplish today is just, it just tickles me in the exact, it's just amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think one of the really cool things that this game has that n- not a lot of games are able to do, they're, they're, not, a, they're not able to provide the mo- motivation to do. Uh, but, like, Stardew Valley kind of just leaves you room to challenge yourself in many different yeah. ways. And it's in ways that the game doesn't tell you to do. Like, for instance, you know, I restarted uh, a farm from scratch because I was just curious, 
is it possible for me to complete the community center in the first year? And so you, you know, now that I had my min-maxing, you know, ideal set and I knew what I had to get and when, I tried to get it all in one year. It, you know, it took almost the entire year, but I was able to do it. And it's not like the game told me complete this in one year. Like the community center is just always going to be there. And the game's not even going to give you like a gold star for completing it in the first year either. It's like, it's just going to be like, yeah, cool. You, you go do that. Like good on you. And meanwhile, I'm just like, you know, fist pumping, like, yeah, fuck yeah. Got that. Got that last rabbit's foot. Like, look at me. Okay. No spoilers, Um, but that to me is a sign of a gold star game. And I say that because that is the, um, the foundation of how our speed runs came from and other such weird categories like that where people just loved a game so goddamn much they beat it like 10 times they didn't know what the fuck to do but they just wanted to keep playing it and they made their own objectives and then those own objectives grew into their own thing like like what you're talking about zoe that might as well be a fucking category on agdq like how's the fastest way you can complete the community center like that's real like that's how these things start is people who just Mm -hmm. fucking love this game make their own objectives and then someone else goes did you know that if you do this, I can cut off a month off your time. And you're like, no fucking way. Show me the vid. And they do. And you're like, okay, well, that's changing my route. Like, that's how that shit starts. It's it's all from just a love of a game that you're willing to just make your own objectives and have fun with it. Mm. Yeah. Entirely. Was there a question there? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think not on that note, but something else that Zoe said a little while ago that I wanted to come back to was she was talking about, or you just mentioned it in passing, but like the rhythm and flow of the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And so Stardew Valley is a game that like, at least right now in my life, currently where I am, good place or bad, I play Stardew Valley essentially every night before bed. Like, it's just what I do. Like, it's my it's my wind-down game right now. Sure. Um, and I think it has such a great, like, rhythm and flow to it, while yes. also, like, there's always a new goal. It's always something to think about. But just, like, the rhythm of getting up in the day and your little cycle and, like, yeah. you go off and the decision-making, it's just such a great... Um, it, I think it just it keeps you coming back, but it's also, like, you know it. It's very predictable, in terms of like you know what you're doing you know what a day is but then there's so much variability in it i think it's just got a really nice feel to it in that way but like understand contextually where elena is in the sense of we're out here on the west coast she's in a loveless relationship <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> anyways um yeah so but the point is that she's from a place that had seasons and is now at a place that doesn't and what I mean by that is that that rhythm that you're talking about is is real life to places that have seasons where the 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 world does slow down and essentially mark a tick on the wall over the winter that a year has passed. And out here on the West Coast, that does not happen. People almost don't slow down. They maybe slow down for two weeks as opposed to gradually slowing down and changing up their strats and changing up their hobbies. Like, Hey, Zoe, is there snow outside? Where you are, because there is where I am. Uh, it was 50 degrees today, so it melted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Out here, it's in the well, 70s. That's a sign yeah. of the end times. Yeah, out here, it was literally, like, sunny. No, it wasn't. It was, like, 50 today. It was cold. I out. went outside today, I promise you. It was but the sunny, point but is it was cold. Anyway, we, we don't need to get into <laughs> no, this the point is No, the point is that this game, I think, like, what I really want to say about it is that it's themes 
match the gameplay systems in such an incredible way that it is actually truly stunning in that the story starts with you're in this fucking uh you know, desk job basically from this like evil corporation. And then you roll out to the farm and you get to experience the seasons. But like that actually is the experience of this game. It really does take you out to that farm yeah. lifestyle mm-hmm. and that farm workflow and the season workflow. And it really does give you the peace that that does give. Like it, it is actually doing that. And that's what it's in real life. I know. It's 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 actually interesting that you mentioned that only because with that so concerned ape when he created this game he created it at a point in his life when he was feeling very stuck and you can kind of see a lot of these themes that Stardew Valley brings up uh, that were that were in parallel with how he was feeling at the time that he started making the game and that you know he had just graduated from college with a computer science degree all of his, you know, first choice companies that he wanted to work for rejected him, but he didn't want to work for a mega corporation. Uh, and so he just kind of felt lost and he just felt, you know, he, he felt discouraged. He felt lost. He didn't really know what to do with his life. And so he just decided to make a game to hone his skills and, you know, make a game about escaping into the countryside and escaping the monotonous city living, uh, you know, with big corporations, you know, Joja Corp. Um, yeah, it does have a very strong, and, like, moral message. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's just, it perfectly mirrors how he was feeling at the time. And which is why I also just believe why this game had so much heart, because it was just created at, I don't want to say it's a a desperate point in his life but it was a part it was a point in his life when he was just not quite sure what the future was going to hold for him uh and you know he just kind of wanted to make a very happy feel-good game and he fucking succeeded yeah Yeah, and i think it does that for so many other people like i know everyone has their own reasons for playing it like i feel like gabe you play it for more of like the social like time with the boys and like the teamwork aspect where it's like solo farm yeah okay i didn't know that Parsnips are for the boys. Yeah, I told you I made the mistake into the river farm. Yeah, river I, farm I, I thought that was maybe a co-op mistake. Okay. No. If you've learned anything from this podcast, don't do the river farm. Yeah, no, don't. It's not worth it. I think the monster farm's worse, but that's my. Oh, I haven't <laughs> tried the monster farm. Maybe I just do the standard farm. Honestly, it's standard farms. Are like a good honestly, choice. like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But also, so I was gonna, I was gonna say that I ended up buying this game on the Switch. And creating a solo yes. farm myself. Oh, shit. Been yeah. Oh. <laughs> boy, James. Um, and and the progress is a lot slower without James. <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely uh, enjoyable. I played for too long and was late to the Super Bowl party that I was supposed to go to the Welcome other night. Welcome to your new world. Um. <laughs> For real, yeah, though. I was up way too late last night because I was um, finishing some stuff in Stardew. Dude, more like the Stardew Bowl, am I right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Damn right, I'm right. Um, so I, I mean, I tend to play games like this, like for a whole lot for like a couple of days, and then drop them and never go back. Um, but we'll see what happens with this one over the course of the next few. What weeks. I can tell you is that um, this game 
is 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 really actually zen like in a beautiful beautiful way like there is a piece that is not bullshit that is real with this game and it says a lot about me that when i was feeling that piece for the first time i was like i should eat an edible and play this game but like <laughs> it's this game is zen as fuck <laughs> and like it's amazing like i i so that guy on giant bomb by the way dan who referenced this game and said hey um He's the same guy, by the way, who loves or hated the newest Red Dead. I know. I was going to compare this to the newest Red Dead because I feel like it's a similar kind of yeah. like cycle. But you wouldn't anyways. think he, he would enjoy the newest Red Dead because of the reasons why he enjoys Stardew Valley. But the point is just that he actually has a lot of anxiety and is really high strung. And he found peace in this game. And that's why he loved it so much is he found true peace with this game. And playing it, even for a couple of hours on my own, was like, I so fucking get that. I so fucking get that because you can do like it's open ended. Like Zoe said before, of course, but it's you find your rhythm, whatever your rhythm is, you find your rhythm in this game and it's it's just fucking delightful. Mm. So like James, if you don't if you stick with it, it'll give you Zen. I mean, dude, like that's fucking hard yeah. to come by in games these days. Now they just give you fucking dude it's mountain dew bro a nice headshot like you know it's just like that it's none of that like this is like pure it's like peace at times and i know that can be stressful and it can be like those motherfucking crows god damn it but like you find your flow with this game and i was just like i remember telling elena like hey so we should just play this together on saturday you know what i mean like we should just we should just play this for an entire day and see what's up because like usually on saturdays in the morning and did you? No. So we didn't We didn't actually pull it off on that Saturday. That isn't to say we'll yeah, do it in the, in the so. future, though. But on Saturdays, sometimes, if we pull it off, there's a strategy meeting in the morning. Yeah, this what is my we... life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're I like, said that. Wait, love so your life relationship. is like starting no, Valley. You decide how you're going to do No, but that. I just, I love it. It's like, <laughs> it's like I min max to the best. Like, I strategize what I'm going to do each day at 6 a.m. And I'm like, hey, Lena, what are we going to do today? She's like, fuck you. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. <laughs> no, but seriously, there, there's a beauty to, we were like, we were planning our weekend. And I was like, this is exact, this would be so delightful if we just planned what we were going to do in our Stardew Valley weekend and just did that for one weekend. Trust me, that would be fucking awesome. Because it's that same thing. It's that same like, all right, we got this much time. We got this many resources. What the fuck are we going to do? Like, it's just, it's a beautiful fucking workflow thing. So, James, I, I implore you to continue. Because I think if this game, more than mm. most that you put down, will serve you so well. Um, but that's just my two cents. Why did I whisper that? Fuck, I'm going to have to edit this. Fuck. Uh, There's cool. a lot to work towards. <laughs> and a lot to enjoy. Yeah, mm -hmm. it just kind of keeps going in a, in a wonderful way. Should we, and I mean, like I said, like even 400 hours and I'm still discovering new yeah, things. Yeah, did you get blue chickens? Really amazing. Yeah, Shane. Just, Shane Shane's my it, husband. Yeah. He gave me that You married him? <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. No, it's also, the I think, Stardew's become such a big thing now that there's a big online community, obviously, and so you can Google literally anything and I have tried to stay away from all the Google. Like I, I tend yeah, to Google. you try to stay away from the porn of Stardew Valley. No. I was gonna say I think McCorn. I just immediately thought no. of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No. But seriously, like uh. I, I use Google for things like okay, if you're trying to catch an eel, like when can you catch? Like that's Stardew Wiki. Yeah, like I don't want to figure that yes. out, right? Yeah. But like I use it. Like I keep a a like 
in like an image of all the gifts for people up because I'm like I don't I don't want to have to remember everybody's favorite gifts and try and figure them out but I have not googled things like how to get the prismatic whatever it's called or like I just I didn't know you get blue chickens until I got blue chickens and I was like holy shit which is also why I didn't know things like (laughs) that you could upgrade the watering can because some Mm -hmm. things just you don't get them Mm -hmm. Um, did you ever upgrade a tool yes but I didn't it did not click in my mind that a watering can was the same type of tool Mm -hmm. well because when you go to upgrade it you see like all the tools you can upgrade I don't remember seeing the watering can in there. Fair Attention enough. to detail is... I mean, you have to have the watering can in your See, and I always so leave my watering if, can you know, at she's home. She's truly min-maxing yeah. and puts oh. it in her I put box. it in my box. Oh. You know what? I don't upgrade the backpack past 10. I think past 10, that's a scam. I am just fine with 10. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> you put a little... You put a, a chest right outside the mines, and you just, like, you never need that shit. Elena is a true oh, hardcore. Like it's, yeah. un- I was like I Elena, like I am in- disgusted. <laughs> no, I was like I, that's the first thing I said. She was like she was showing me her farm, uh, and she was like, I was like, wait, like you don't have like the max backpack? And she was like, that shit's expensive, dog. Like <laughs> I am saving up for other things. <laughs> um, so oh. yeah. Anyways, I just. That shit was free. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Gabe, can you give me 999 that shit? Got you, dog. Yo, you ruined yo, them, Gabe. Before we go on, though, to maybe like a rating section, we might be getting close. <laughs> I actually want to have Zoe tell us about the positive side of modding this game because she's the only one who actually <gasps> Wait, mods yeah, it. I wanted to ask about this because Zoe, I've heard that you use visual mods. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so I don't use the CBJ. Oh, you don't item just spawn spawner. all the items like um, Gabe does? I- <laughs> no, I I, I had it. I had that mod once, and oh. then I was like, oh, oh, shit. "Take away!" Well, no, so spicy. Okay, McCoy, let me talk, please. <laughs> Dude, you just admitted to like but, fucking uh, the craziest no. shit I've ever heard in my life. It's like, yeah, I like I it's dabbled with this item spawner, but I just it felt so wrong. Yeah, Anyways. I dabbled with cockfighting, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, like. The thing is, I had the item spawner and I was afraid, like I had it for like maybe a day and then I was really afraid that the novelty of the game was going to wear off yeah. on me. So then I installed I it immediately. I respect that choice, Zoe. Um, but yeah, like I do a lot of visual mods to my farm because for one thing, Concerned Ape, if you're listening, please fix the horse. It looks I so know. jelly and so, ugh, it doesn't look like an Just actual horse. Just put a hat horse. on him. So I did... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is true just cover up it's uh cover up it's yeah, deficiencies um, <laughs> but you know be, being a horse. horse girl being a horse girl i did download a mod where you can download different breeds of horses so i have an appaloosa on my farm Shit. that uh i love yep. very much she's speaking my language um, right now and also I just do a bunch of like tooltip stuff just to kind of make quality of life things easier. So if I'm planting something and I don't want to have to remember what I planted there, I can put my cursor over and it says parsnips. Hmm. And so I'm like, sweet, there's parsnips there. Or like, what am I growing here? Oh, cauliflower. Sweet. Um, and then I think I also have, you know, gift helper which is you just mouse over somebody in the menu and it tells you all their favorite gifts because like Elena was saying, I didn't want to have to take a picture of all of the, you know, notes with their favorite gifts and everything and have to remember. So being able to just mouse over and see what their favorite gifts are. It sounds like items spawning with extra steps. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to watch your farm tour because I am excited to like 
I see what you are working with, but also these visual mods sound intriguing. But I'm playing on a Switch, so I can't get them, but I'll just be jealous. That's what I'm talking about in terms of the console thing, is that these, these console players actually don't know what it's like to be able to just... Because Zoe is given a choice. She can choose to item spawn, but she can also choose to be respectful of the balance of the game and just do visual mods or just do uh, additions to the game that fit within the ecosystem that still have challenge to them. Like, that, you know, Skyrim has that a lot where it's like, here's extra quests. I mean, the nude mods, I hear you. Yeah, you know, all you have to do is, is you have to work a couple <laughs> hundred hours and you just see some tits. Like, it, but you have to work for it and that's the balance of the game. Right, right, no, right. Just no, like no. in Stardew Valley. Just like <laughs> in Stardew Valley um, where you get that 10th heart and all of a sudden they're just right. nude and they roll around town um no but like no, but what i'm saying is that like and then you're me you have a kid named it birder scourge i'm just i'm just saying that there is a a dis- conscious choice when modding do you fit with the themes of the game do you fit with the re- you respect the balance of the game and if you do you can ex- purely expand it and that's something that i think console players are totally missing and i, I feel bad for them because this is a classic example of like you can just add cool shit. Yeah, right? like but just, what it's just I'm purely hearing cool is shit. that the most hardcore players of Stardew Valley are on the Switch. Which, <laughs> is that what you're hearing? That's what I'm hearing you say. <laughs> so it's James and you. It's James and me. And Gabe. I will that have to sense. admit, yeah. I did get this game on the Switch this past weekend just because I was going to a Super Bowl party and I didn't really want to be social, so I wanted to get it on my Switch to play in the middle of the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> but a neat true gamer girl would. Actually, like, trying to... <laughs> trying to actually like get used to those controls yeah. took it definitely me a while. the like, transition two days in that yeah. game i was like what Dude, <laughs> I, I i i understand loving a game to the level that you would buy it for the switch if you already had it but i, I truly could not get past not having the farm that i just established i know but that's what happened to me is like i took a long enough break that i was like all right i could just do this on a switch but, like, Zoe, um, don't you have, like, mods and shit and, like, a whole, like, lovely ecosystem? No, I don't mod my Stardew. No, I said I play it pure the way God intended it. <laughs> I was going to make a reference to that by saying, Zoe, just play the way God intended and put a sign next to each plot of land and put that crop in there. Yeah, that is true. I have, I do do that with my chests. It's very Smart. useful. Smart. Yeah. I mean... Like I said, it's it's all the way you it, it's it's all in how you want to play the game. However you you know however you want to do it. If you want to spawn nine hundred and ninety nine Junimo plushies, then you know all the more power to you. As long as you're having fun. Look, you know, McCoy's McCoy's I'm house isn't going to fill itself. No, true. Because so I certainly wasn't going to decorate that <laughs> shit. Because really I was just sleeping in James's bed. <laughs> that sounds so much worse than the podcast than I think you were hoping it would. Oh, dude. No, that's what I do with Brian. <laughs> I have a wife. Brian has a wife in that game, too. And we still sleep in bed together. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, who did you marry? Uh, in my solo game, I married Abigail. But in the co-op game with Brian, where I don't use cheats, I married Haley. Hmm. A true gamer. Married. In my playthrough, mm-hmm. if I ever continue it, I will be single forever. Really? Yeah. Nobody Hold on, McCoy, you? though. <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Zoe, who did you marry? Uh, I married oh, wait, Shane. Yeah, you already said that. Because I wanted to be a fixer. Totally wait, but Shane that. again I and again, like, though? I will fix Shane you. Shane in every playthrough? Or? All right, calm down there, uh, Coldplay. No, so Forever I... Forever Shane. 
<laughs> I did, no, I did Shane in my first playthrough, uh, and then I did, oh shoot, what's his name? Spiky Golden Yeah, that's Hair not Boy. true love right Sam. there. She can't remember his name. Actually, that is true no. love. Because frequently yeah. during... Goes to show how much I think of Shane is Bay. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Holy moly, you gotta cut that out of the podcast. I didn't well, hear it's it. it's for the best, Zoe. <laughs> Nobody should hear it. <sighs> I know. Sometimes when it's true, it hurts. Right? You're the worst. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's let's rate uh, this, bad this bad boy. Let's rate this bad boy. I totally agree. Yep. Cool. Well, bam, bam, bam. The tyranny of thumbs. <laughs> you can keep going now. Cool. Elena, as the guest, what did you think, man? Did you like this game? Did you appreciate 100%, 1000% gold star. I feel like it's great as a guest because I just like, come on the podcast and give everything gold stars. Because I gave Oberdin a gold star. But, like, Stardew Valley is a shoe-in for only... a gold star for me. Yeah, she only comes in for the game she likes. Yeah, I'm not playing any bullshit for this. Yeah. Um, no, I love Stardew Valley. <laughs> like, it will forever remain in my top ten, top five, top game of all time. It opened up for me, too. Like, it opened up an entire new genre of games that I didn't even know about and didn't know I liked. But it turns out I'm super into... Um, and I will just like forever. Is this in the same category as The Sims for no, you? No, I have to actually, I will admit on air that I have actually tried to play The Sims as an adult and it does not do it for me anymore. It's just like, I don't, I don't care about The Sims. All of those hot tub woohoo yeah, sessions just they lose really do. after a while. <laughs> they really do. And like the housemaking is just not that go- good. I don't know. I don't like it anymore. Um, I even got the pet expansion because I was like, well, obviously that's how you play this game. But it's just not, it's not well, what I'm looking for. Also, the Sims and quality have gone downhill. So mm. downhill. Um, so anyways, no, Stardew Valley is amazing. <laughs> um, it's just a great game. Like, I think it has so much replayability. It's such a big world. It's such a, for me, like, comforting zen experience. It keeps my mind, like, fully occupied in the way that I like, in terms of, like, I just like to make lists and plan stuff and be efficient. And it just, it checks all those boxes mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love this game. It's <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it checks all the boxes off the list of things really you does. like. It really does. I like to make a list of the things that I like and then check all the boxes off. And Stardew just... Valley is a game you'll really like if you like it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I'm saying yeah. here. You're welcome. I've been on the podcast. It's been great. I think I've brought a lot to the table. <laughs> no, you're so right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, obvious gold star. It's a great game. But yeah. I don't know who's going next. Yeah, I gotta say, McCoy has uh, stepped away. Yeah. So we're right. without a captain. <laughs> Gabe, why don't you go next? We're steering our rudderless <laughs> ship here. Yeah. Um, Gabe, oh god. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I'm very tempted give to do it for the first game. time ever. I think I'm gonna it's give happening. it a gold star because yeah! it was such a case of like. <laughs> I too, I didn't play this game until like a year after it came out, and I was very on the fence because like I heard great things about it. It seemed like its core is really cool, but I was like, "Am I gonna like a farming simulator?" Yes, you are. And turns out I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a case of like it was like late one night. I didn't have like work the next day, and I was just like, "I'll screw it. I'll try it. Like why not? It's fifteen bucks. I'll do it." 
bought it and just played it a ton. Was like, holy crap. Probably stayed up until like, I don't know, like three in the morning. It's like, I, yeah. What happened? <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Is, is it 15 bucks new? I think so. Yeah. 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 What an incredible. No, it's 15 bucks used. No, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, ouch. But like. <laughs> yeah, McCoy, don't say stupid things. No, 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 I'm just saying like, well, first of all, that's impossible. But second of all, like, <laughs> no, but like, that's an amazing value. Exactly. Amazing value. Yeah, I was I was blown away by how much there is in that game and how much depth there is to it for its price point. Um, but yeah, the game is addicting as hell, very masterfully crafted together in a way that just works. And it has led to a lot of moments, both in solo and co-op, they're just like mind-blowing for a game. Just so much fun. Just like this consistent progress, working towards the end goals, having fun with it you know, in an era when games have become super grindy with either not fun grind or it can be kind of fun, but the payoff is like, so nothing. Yeah, dude. To have this game be like, this is like what other companies should look at as like, okay, if you're going to make a grindy game, learn from this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like solo, it's a lot of fun. Co-op leads to a lot of shenanigans, which are, fun but also then the teamwork is fun so it's a great balance of you know working together towards an end goal and then also kind of kind of messing with each other a little you know yeah you know how it is yeah um but to to have all this and have it also be made by one person is amazing but it's it's just so much fun and i did not expect to love it as much as i ended up so yeah gold star for me fantastic game i think everyone should at least try it nice fuck yeah it's so funny to me Gabe. your game taste is so different than i would guess on the surface because on the surface it's like a multiplayer it's battlefield it's this that it's call of duty and stuff like that and then there's like like you kind of like certain single player games certain like artsier games but only if they have like a that particular vibe and then occasionally just a game like this rolls around and you're just like dude i fucking love this game like i said man i looking at it at its like at its base like just not without playing it i was like i think i'm gonna i'm, I'm sure i'm gonna like this game yeah and then it sucked me in yeah mm. awesome don't look at me. I already went. You already went. Gabe cool. already went. Sorry, I went to the bathroom, which is like very typical of me. <laughs> McCoy, it's your turn. So, like, I'm guessing James is all you're up. What do you think? James just said you? it's your turn. It's, it's your my turn. turn. Shit. All right. Um, we nominated James Captain yeah. on the left. Oh, thank fucking God. Yeah. James, appreciate. Um, <laughs> we didn't actually, but I'm making that decree right now. No, I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is a strange game for me to rate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I do think one week was yeah. was was a hard amount of time for me to like. I um everything that I've touched in this game is built with care and love, and it reminds me of like this is one of those games that I play, and there's only there's a few, but they exist, and and I I think if you look at the grand scheme of games, there's actually a lot of them, but. You just have to find them. But they're games that remind you that you actually do enjoy video games, that they are actually good, and they are actually fun. Don't make me cry, (laughs) right? But the point... No, I'm just saying, like, uh, this game is fun to play, and it makes you work for it, 
and it's worth it. What? <laughs> yeah, is that novel? Did we not cover that in the episode? Or <laughs> What game was this? This game is very fun. To me, look, I haven't dove enough into it to give it like a gold star, but I don't think that's my place. I think it'll get enough gold stars at this fucking table that I don't need to carry it. I'll give it a two thumbs up and I'll call it a day. You guys fucking know why it's good. We've talked about it. I, I, it's essentially everyone should try it. I think it brings a lot more zen and a lot more peace than people would possibly give it credit for. And in that case, it's probably a tool for healing uh, more than many other games. And uh, it's also just, it just is beautiful from a design perspective. It's beautiful from, it, it's been loved. It's been cared for. This is the most beautiful crop that's ever come out. Like this was cared for in every season. Oh, hey, fuck boy. you. You're going you're gonna to do that face to me right now? That was so beautiful. Wow. It was so beautiful. You know what? God damn it. I'm just trying, okay? The point is, look, I only played this for a fucking week, but I've watched Elena play it forever, and it gives her true peace and true joy, and how can the fuck can I hate that? Um, Cool. Two thumbs up. Get me out of the fucking hot seat Aww. here. Let's have someone else uh, give their thoughts. James. Wasn't James the captain? I think it's Zoe's turn, right? Yeah, I'll go. I mean, mainly yeah, I'll go, go in just the sense that I'll just say, like, basically echoing what everybody else has already said already, because, you know, we've we've sung its praises. I love this game. Like I said, I have four 400 hours on it. I mod it to make it pretty. Um, but then, you know, I think the fact that I'm willing to still let the game limit me with its own limitations is great. Um, I love challenging myself. Um, I always love creating new profiles and just seeing what I could do differently this time around. You know, I want to go a different route. You know, just the variability and the replayability and just the awesome ways in which you can min-max in this game um, while also just having fun and having it not feel grindy is amazing. Um, we didn't even touch on the music. Oh, so good shit. In this game. Good point. Um, I listen to it it's, all the time. You know, yeah. Like, it's it's such a charming game. The music is so charming with it as well. Um, and, you know, like like we've said, it's made by one guy. And you can just tell it's just made with so much heart and so much love. Uh, and, you know, he's... Concerned Ape has a lot of talent. And just for... You know, being in the position he was when he first started making this game to where he's at now, yeah. like <laughs> completely, you know, completely awesome. And the fact that he's just still creating content in this game and bringing it out for free just goes to show how much he cares about the player experience and less about it being, you know, just his way to get famous. I That was never his aim in the first place, but you can easily tell. Um through this game nevertheless um but yeah gold star from me love it will definitely still be playing for hours and hours and hours so you need to get a co-op farm going with someone somewhere just to try it out it it's fucking awesome oh yeah i really would you want to join the soft boys (laughs) (laughs) dude i will totally be in for a soft boys farm 100%. Sweet. I just, holy it. shit. <laughs> that name, I just can't. <laughs> By the way, I, I don't want to, look, listen, there's a bus. You can hear it. It's rumbling by, and I'm just going to push James and Gabe onto there. But the it's name like Hard Boys was James, again. 
And the idea to put all these, actually, you'll never see the true picture because we couldn't fit it into Instagram, but the true picture is literally like (laughs) five-year-olds wrote this shit. And it just says, lol, you suck, hashtag butts, hashtag hard boys. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I was sitting there and I was like, I don't know if I approve of the message, but goddamn will I use candles to illuminate it because I am a support player and goddamn it is my role. I do love how half of the farm was mismatched tulips and the other half was that. <laughs> we should do a soft boys farm. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Okay. Right. And I won't even use an item spawner. You won't even use an item spawner? Wow. Unless uh, democratic. Dude, I fucking promise you here's what's going to happen. We get into that farm. It's going to be day two and Zoe's going to look at you like, I've already played this a hundred times. I need that item spawner right fucking now. You better show me what that's like. <laughs> yes, I heard man. you had fun. That's against that's the against the point of the soft boys. That, yeah, right. <laughs> so, no, soft boys is going to get the community center done in the first year or yeah. that or she but, comes in drill sergeant stuff like, like, like I have drums and I have your drum sticks and you will play and you will shut the fuck up. <laughs> that is how this is going to go. Because we'll I've got a fucking one I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I've done this in 7 months. If we can do it in 6, that'll be acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot more hands. Drop down That's and give right. me 20. I can't yeah. do push-ups. Figure yeah. Water, it out. 20, parsnips. Go. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, James. So it's it's go. it's my turn. Um mm-hmm. I mean zero thumbs. The multiplayer is like super imbalanced. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's bullshit. Um, There's an item spawner. No, this game was awesome. I just think nine hundred ninety nine yeah. is an odd <laughs> item to like a number to like start with when you have like you know like you know it's really true. Um, no, uh, this game is like shockingly good. Uh, I'm not usually one to go for um like farming games ever uh so the fact that i really enjoyed myself and 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 uh, our time playing this game uh really speaks for it being you know incredibly well made i think um that there's something in there for everyone so yeah i mean two thumbs up definitely that's my opinion. I got to say, I'm also very happy that our little expedition in the game didn't like, not necessarily ruin it, but didn't like, you know, have that be it for you guys. It wasn't like, all right, I experienced this game. Okay. I'm going to say something controversial. Yeah. No, I definitely, I felt like I experienced one method of playing the game and that's kind of the amount of that that I want right. to play. Right. But I want to try the game I'm for so real. I'm so glad. Yeah. See what I missed. It's totally worth it. No, absolutely. There are blue yeah. chickens. If you just like stick it out, you can get blue chickens in the end. My only fear for this game in terms of anyone starting it is that it, it, it falls into the category of games that for me have been um, passing me by forever. That is always like, oh, wow, yeah, it's like The Witcher. I'd love to commit 100 hours to this game, but I just don't know if I had the time. But the beauty of this game is, like I said before, it'll be there for you forever. And it's and bite those, size. Just play a day every day. No, but I'm not going to lie to myself enough to know that those don't add up to 400 hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what that looks like. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, you like... you got to spend 400 hours on compressors. I 
dude and our podcast only sounds worse after those 400 <laughs> hours it's actually fucking nuts it's a but, great deal. <laughs> no but like what i'm trying to say is that um those 400 hours will wait for you patiently and uh i've known throughout the course of my life there have been certain types of games that have been patient for me and occasionally i find them at the right time in life where i need them and they give me what i want and like this is one of those games that i fucking know like i know there'll be a point in time where i will need it and it will give to me what i need and just like thank you already for that do you know what i mean Yeah. That was yeah. cheesy as fuck. Come on, Let's man. Get out of here. People were totally buying yeah. it until you said that shit. God, I'm going to have to limit that. All right. Anyways. Um... Yeah, I thought you were going to cut my mic for the entirety of this podcast. So You talk so much shit. I really, really enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. What the fuck? What? Thanks for having Yeah, thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me. We're going to have a hype video. Oh, my gosh. For uh for we're going to have the most up with our uh, showing off our most hypest hype video of Stardew. Dude, my favorite shit is getting texts from Zoe's being like, uh, so I did the whole like Cribs meets Stardew Valley thing and um, it came off really bad. Uh, really <laughs> fucking bad. Really awkward. Uh, should I send it? And listen, it might be really fucking bad. The answer yes. is yes. Always, yes. Always. James is the right person to say that. James is the one who knows that. this. James is like, I recorded this footage on my phone while I was sitting in my um, pocket of my shirt, and it <laughs> fell out partway through, but I still sent you the full three hours, and I'm like, thank you, James. Hell yeah. <laughs> this will make YouTube gold. James is a true hard boy. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, I was trying, I was trying to articulate this concept of mom before, and I said, I think James might be the first person who understands that garbage is gold. You know what I mean? Because he sends pure garbage and he's like, nice. All right, I'm excited to see what you guys can do. But he recorded Black Bar on yeah. his cell phone and sent in that footage. Did you know that his background to his fucking phone is his face yeah, zoomed true. in? We gotta release that. Yeah, that's oh also true. The moral of the story, though, is that yes. We're, we're on blast now. Hopefully, we'll make that fucking video. We will make it. You can find it at the Tyranny of Thumbs YouTube sometime this week. Also, we'll be- This week? Oh, my God. Don't okay. commit to that. Okay. Okay. Sometime <laughs> in the next two to three years. <laughs> Thank you. You can also check out the Hard Boys Farm if you go to the Tyranny of Thumbs Instagram. I don't know the handle for that, but I'm assuming it's Tyranny of Tyranny Thumbs. Tyranny of Thumbs, yeah. And if you want to weigh yep, in on whether porn should be allowed on planes, email us at tyranny of thumbs I can't cut at gmail.com. The answer is all right, no. All right. The all answer right, quick, is quick no. Vote. Do we cut that out and put it at the end, or do we leave it at the beginning? Because that's what the OGs are here for. <laughs> I don't know. Oh you're the editor. God. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm going to leave it in. Okay, cool. Oh my Anyways. God. My dad um, listens to this podcast. Thank you so much for fucking joining wait, us. Wait, yes. Tell them oh. what you're playing next week. Sorry. Are we doing that? In theory. <laughs> Yeah, next week we'll be playing the council. Oh my gosh. That's a we're playing a together right game, right? Together game. Which means no homework. Yeah. You just come by on Saturday and chill. Get drunk if you can if you want to. And we'll have fun. But Yo. to clarify. <laughs> we all yeah, know how just bad happened McCoy will rain. be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Gabe, I'm counting Dude, Gabe on Gabe knows how to do it. He just sits there. Get no, McCoy he literally drunk. does that. He sits down next to me with an eight pack of Guinness, the one that doesn't, it's nitro, so it has no bubbles, because bubbles take up room in your stomach and mm-hmm. stop you from getting more drunk. And so he just sits <laughs> there and he's like, hey, man, 
It has it has it has nitro bubbles. They're just a I lot know smaller. <laughs> yeah, Gabe also pre-opens them for him. Or no, McCoy, do you do that yourself now? <laughs> I don't know. It's 50-50. It's a whole scene over here. Oh, it's beautiful. But look, the fucking point is, okay, I want to oh uh, listen. I don't know what it's actually going to be like when we record it, but I will say that um, I don't think we should go quite as crazy uh, as we did for Heavy Rain for the council. I think there's some crazy to be had, but I, I do think we should, you know. Oh, we're playing the council? Fuck. I know. <laughs> Sorry, no, Gabe, Gabe just got back in the bathroom. <laughs> I Gabe has started this narrative that he doesn't like the council, which came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, he's wrong. I, okay, it came out because during part three of Heavy Rain, McCoy in his drunken state every 35 Flawless. seconds kept on saying, dude, we should play the council. Yeah. <laughs> dude, we should play the council. Yo, you know what? Heavy Rain's great, Yo, but clip it, motherfuckers, next week. But also, it's going to be all like, I damn, I love the this. council, so. It also came because I played the first two episodes of the council. <laughs> Episode one, great. Episode okay. two, garbage. Ooh. Ooh. The ending was great. Spoilers, oh, Spoilers. Let them enjoy episode right, so one. Gabe, all right, McCoy, are we playing both So the way that I'm thinking about going about it, week? and uh, correct me, audience, if I'm wrong, and by that I mean please interact with any of our channels. <laughs> We're dying out here. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> is, it's very simple. I think the first episode stands alone, and I think the first episode should be a podcast episode. But then after that, I think we should take two at a time, because there's five in total. So we do first episode for the first episode. Then we do two and three for episode two of our podcast. And then for the third episode and final episode, we do, what, three and four and five? I don't remember. Four and five. Perfect. (laughs) Thank God. Cutting to five is hard. Listen, I don't... (laughs) This, you didn't know this about me? I only have four fingers. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Nard. Uh, yeah, so cool. Um, yeah, I think it's really fun. I think the first episode of that game is so unbelievably strong that at least to me it was it was unbelievably compelling. I haven't finished it, and I'm just excited to see the ride. And uh, I don't know where that's going to go. I hope it goes up, but it might go down. But at the end of the day, it's going to be fucking fun. So let's do it. Sweet. All right. Great choice. All right, let's end it. Oh my god. <laughs> Great choice. Fuck yeah. <laughs>